Russia gets points at home, Bale sends Wales to new heights just like his missed penalties, and Manuel Locatelli helps Italy say ciao to the knockout round. Hello and welcome to Match Day 6 coverage of Euro 2020. My name is Jake Fenner, and I am here to break down all of the games and all of the highlights from the day. Let's start off with the first game of the day coming from Group B, Finland traveling to Russia. One team already having a win in the bag, and one who lost handedly to Belgium. Surprisingly, the one that lost was Russia, and Finland, the first-time team in the tournament, comes in with three points looking to add more, and they almost did. If Joel Polakanpalo did not lean his head forward in the third minute, he scored a fantastic goal from across. He was just barely offside on that one. Unfortunate for him. 45th minute plus stoppage time. Alexei Miranchuk scores a goal after receiving a pass uh the top of the box from Ozdoyev. Miranchuk plays a nice give-and-go pass into the captain, Artem Zuba. He distributes back to Miranchuk, who curls the left-footed shot into the top left corner, makes it 1-0, and that is how the game would end. It was a bit of a back-and-forth affair later on, but it seemed like Russia pretty much dominated this entire game. And statistics will show that. 59% possession from Russia to 41% from Finland. 0.98 xg to 0.77 for Russia, and then a majority of the stats from that point on favor Russia. 14 shots to 11 for Russia, 12 chances created to 11 for Russia, 483 passes to 329 for Russia, 83 pass success to 81 pass success. Uh, even on fouls conceded, Russia had four corners to Finland's one. So I guess one real takeaway from this is that with Finland really having one more game, unfortunately, it is against Belgium. We might see Finland make it into the knockout stages, as you can see coming from their statistics, right? 11 shots, 11 chances created, right? That's pretty decent. Four shots on target, or, or sorry, only one shot on target, though, is not that exciting from their point of view, but at least they're able to get down, they're able to get shots. A lot of their shots were blocked, six out of their 11 shots were blocked, so who knows what they will be able to do going forward. Hopefully they will be able to put some kind of form performance up against Belgium, and we might be able to see them moving on to the knockout stages. So, that is game one. Game two in Group A was in Azerbaijan. It was Wales against Turkey. Wales walking away with a 2 to nothing win here. 42nd minute, after missing two big chances much earlier in the match, Aaron Ramsey finally scores his first goal from the Euros. After a 40-45 to yard pass from Gareth Bale, found Ramsey completely unmarked in the center of the box. It was a beautifully timed run from Ramsey. His marker completely lost track of him. They were entirely ball-watching. The whole Turkish back line was asleep. Ramsey takes a touch off of his chest. He passes it into the side of the net. 1-0. 
to Wales. In the 60th minute, a massive missed penalty from Gareth Bale. Bale dribbles inside of the box. Medmet Celik lunges for him and misses the ball, clipping Bale just at the top corner of the 18-yard box. The referee points to the spot. Bale blasts the thing miles high above the posts, above the crossbar, nowhere even close for the goaltender. He almost got the rebound uh, afterwards after a bad distribution from the uh, Turkish goaltender. Uh, he almost was able to deflect a ball in, but he wasn't. Uh, he was just a little bit too far. Uh, and then in the 90th plus five minutes of stoppage time, Bale dribbling down to the end line and sends in a low ball to the right back, Connor Roberts of Swansea City, who is able to tap it in and seal the 2 nothing win for Wales. So, remembering back to our preview... One of the things that I had mentioned was how afraid that I was that Turkey would not be able to have decent production on the back line and decent production throughout the midfield. This was not that game, apparently. They just had terrible finishing up top, right? If we recall, Barak Yilmaz had a fantastic season for Lille, who ended up winning League 1 this season. But he is old. He is, I believe, either... I think he's 35. Goran Pandev is 37. But he, Ilmaz is 35. 63% possession for Turkey to 37% from Wales. 18 shots, 18 chances created for Turkey to 16 and 16 for Wales, respectively. More passes by a long shot. 84% pass success to 76% pass success for Wales. A lot more fouls conceded, though, on the side of Turkey and XG was just abysmal for them. 1.23 expected goals to 3.71 for Wales, only on 37% possession. So what does that scream to me? That screams that Wales had a lot less time on the ball, but they were more efficient when they had it. They took bigger and better chances, which showed up in their shot distribution, right? Of the 16 shots they had, 15 were inside the box, 7 were on target, compared to the 6 shots on target from 18 for Turkey, and 12 of those 18 were inside the box. A number of them were blocked, but they had as many shots on target as there were off target, 6 and 6. So, a tough tough showing here for Turkey, who seems less and less likely to qualify after dropping three points, dropping all their points throughout this entire tournament. They will have to really pull something out against Switzerland in their final game of the group stage in order to make it through. But Switzerland also have a little bit to do after falling 3-0 to Italy earlier today. Early on, a Jorginho Chiellini goal got called back for a handball in the 20th minute, and then three minutes later, Chiellini was off. He was off early. He got to get substituted for what seemed like an injury stemming from the headed goal that got uh, disallowed through VAR, so really unfortunate for the Italian captain having to go off early. In the 26th minute, three minutes after Chiellini... Uh, 
walked off the field. Domenico Berardi picks up the ball on the wing. He dribbles down the line looking for a pass, passes it into open space, and his Sassuolo teammate Manuel Locatelli is able to find it completely unmarked and just tap in all the way tucked it in underneath uh, Jan Zomer, makes it one nothing for Italy, and that is how they would enter halftime. Coming out of halftime, the story of this entire tournament has been goals scored in the second half, and this was definitely one of the cases. Barrera leaves it at the top of the box, and Manuel Locatelli hits this fantastic strike with, I believe, his left foot going into the bottom right corner, just a laser beam. No chances of ever getting saved. 2-0 to Italy. And then in the 89th minute, much like how Aaron Ramsey missed a number of chances, that was the same modus operandi for Ciro Immobile this evening. He was not able to really convert many of his chances that he had wide open one-on-one with the keeper, albeit a number of them were at very rough angles for Immobile, but this one he was able to get after intercepting the ball in the middle of the field. He hits a really nice dipping shot. It has some weird, like, knuckleball action on it, going under the arms of Zomar, making it 3 to nothing. Italy final score. Stat line on that one. Switzerland dominated possession 51% to 49%, but that is really outside of past success being 87% to the Swiss to 86% for Italy. That's not much of a win. It really just goes all downhill from there. Only 0.25 XG coming out of this game for the Swiss. Six shots, five chances created. Of those six shots, only one was on target and two were inside of the box. Compare that to Italy and it was it was not it was not even close, really. 2.68 XG for them, again, compared to 0.25 XG from Switzerland. 13 shots, 13 chances created, one big chance created for Italy. Of those 13 shots, three were on target, and all three went in. Seven off target, three blocked shots, eight of those 13 shots were inside the box. So, Italy Really not sure why they were pegged as underdogs throughout this entire tournament, especially considering they went 10-0 and and only conceded three goals in European Championship qualifying. They come into this as kind of long shots when, after these two games, I really wouldn't be surprised if we saw Italy in the semifinals or even the finals of this tournament. They totally deserve all of the accolades that they have been getting. That midfield is fantastic. That midfield (laughs) from Italy is unreal. Let's go over it. That midfield was Barella starting with Jorginho and Manuel Locatelli in there, and just looking down at everyone who didn't get substituted in from this team, right? You have Marco Verratti, who's been out with a knee injury, and Florenzi, who's been out on defense, but Florenzi, anyone who watches his game knows that he pushes up the field. Bernardeschi sometimes comes back and plays in the midfield. Matteo Pessina came on late. Federico Chiesa came on late. So they really have a well-balanced team at all three levels, and keeping in mind that Gianluigi Donnarumma is one of the best young goalkeepers in the world right now in between the posts for Italy. All of this is really not shocking me at all. I think that anyone that bet on Italy 
months ago to go on to reach the knockout stages and win the Euros is really patting themselves on the back right now. So let's go ahead and take a look at what we have going on tomorrow in the group stages. Group C starting us off at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Ukraine versus North Macedonia coming from Bucharest, Romania. Then at noon Eastern, Denmark versus Belgium at the Telia Parken in Copenhagen is the first game for Denmark ever since Christian Eriksen collapsed. And then in Group B, the Netherlands host Austria in one of the bigger grudge matches of that group at the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, so that is something to look out for. So with all of that, thank you all for listening. Be sure to stay tuned and stay updated by following us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks, listening in to us wherever you get your quality audio content, and being sure to check out our blog at BavarianFootballWorks.com. So we will see you all later.